the American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must eat America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must eat America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. We are back. Second hour of the National Lord, Intel Report. I am your host, John Statmiller. And today we are talking to the fine doctor here. And wait a minute, let me get my caller screen back up here for a second. It always disappears on me. All right. Uh, let me get back to it, back to it, back to it, and here we go. Okay. All right. Today, I, this came to my attention. The doctor was good enough to send this to me. And I'm talking about Dr. Marilyn Singleton. Gone too far, drag queen lunacy and child abuse. And we're covering a couple of different bases here. Now we're now, now we're into the court system. But let me let me take this call. You've been holding on here forever. Go ahead, John. You're on. Doctor, uh, yes, thank you, John, and, and Doctor, welcome to John's show. Uh, it's good to hear your information. Now, a couple of questions. Are, are, are you're in California? What area and what is your practice? Uh, is, uh, what do you do with your I- practice? I'm in Southern California, and I've been an anesthesiologist and a pain management doctor. Okay, that's a very good specialty. And uh, you do have children, too? Yes. Grown up. Are they in the school? Oh, they're no, grown up. Thank goodness. Grown up. They, I, my son went to public school for about five years, and private school, uh, kind of a, a mixture of the two. Oh, good, good, uh, because I'm in northern Michigan, and Michigan was used as a pilot state along with Oregon and Pennsylvania in the mid-'90s to bring all this garbage and trash into our education system, and it was uh, developed in, in, the, in the, 70, um, the 80s, more refined in the 80s, and uh, I ended up pulling my children out of this school that was rated very high, supposedly, uh, because it was used as one of the uh, laboratories for this uh, garbage. And uh, they do take away a lot of uh, it's abuse with the curriculums that are introduced, and, and the parents are manipulated and, and facilitated by the uh, superintendents. I'm, so I'm mentioning right. this just so that the, the audience has an idea 
of what and how long this has been going on. And, oh, uh, and it and it's been building, you know that little by little each year they add something else, add something else. And do you know one of the biggest changes? And people may be old enough to remember this. It used to be for these sort of fringe educational things, parents had to opt in. Now they present these things and parents have to opt out. So that means the child is automatically enrolled in these various, uh, I don't even know what you'd call them, I hate to call them classes, but some of the sex education classes that go well beyond the fringe. And a lot of kids don't take that paperwork home. And the teachers don't follow up and say, oh, did you take X, Y, or Z home for your parent to sign it? Don't have to do that anymore. So basically now the schools have free, free reign to um, educate your children. Uh, that happens to correct because if we go back 25 years now when they started these things, these uh, these students are now parents, and the people on the school board are the parents too. So all they know is this type of education, this form of education, as being normal, and that's something that uh, we're dealing with. Uh, they have to be re- they have to be exposed to what real education is, but that's not uh, not that easy to do. Uh, I was I went to four years of school board meetings. And I finally, uh, towards the end, started filming and recording them. Now, that's when you really get the ire of the uh, school board is when you start filming them and they're doing things that aren't, uh, they don't have their protocol in line. But uh, that's something that, as an individual, uh, might help uh, uh, with the uh, bringing more uh, um, visibility as to what's taking place. But California has just been inundated with so much garbage for so many years that it's really hard to see any light out of the forest with that one. But uh, well, I, I there's actually, up... mm. oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead, doctor. You, you have no, there, I, I there's sometimes. groups forming, and this is what happens when things do go too far, that suddenly people realize what's happening and there's groups forming that are trying to fight this education because there's a whole nother railroad track that they're sending kids down and this is the hate white people track and and i'm a minority so it's it's not like i i don't have haha skin in the game i'm not a white person but you should not tell people to hate other racial groups and they are segregating children into different classes and putting the Hispanics in one class so they won't be harmed by being around white privilege. And it, that was so outrageous that an entire group in a school system stood up, got attorneys, and they're suing the school for teaching this garbage to kids. So here, here to them, and they're actually making some progress. Doctor, that's fabulous. And I just want to recommend a couple of options for people to get information. And if you go to YouTube, there's a, a gentleman named uh, John Taylor Gatto, G-A-T-T-O, 
and he was uh, the number one teacher in New York back in the day, and I, I don't think he's alive anymore, but he has a lot of information there in the history of education, and it's easy for people to watch instead of having to read. I think they have more, they're more attentive if they have uh, someone talking to them on a visual. <laughs> so it's John Taylor Gatto, and also there are some books out there that do give some education uh, or information on where it all started back in 1835. Uh, the book is the NEA, the Trojan Horse of American Education. These these books and then the, those those um, YouTube's will probably will help people understand why uh, we're where we're at right now. And 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 you're not going to find it at your school because those people there are facilitators that have been programmed. The teachers have been educated in a way that has nothing to do with having a mastery of their paradigm. It has to do with the programs that they have to implement. Well, there's one thing in common. We're all talking around this issue, and it's the federal government. It's the Congress and the Senate assembled. It is the politicians that don't understand, really. They don't want to understand. They have been taught under a different paradigm a different theology, a religious theology, and that's their religion is politics itself. And 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 we're sitting here in 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 fascination that this stuff is happening. I I for one uh, and until people make their positions known and they they played this out very craftily because if you speak up, well then you must be against equality. You must be a racist. You must be a hater of snowflakes. You must be this, that, or the other. If you voice an opposition, you're immediately labeled and shut down. And this, this is John. I, I did go through that, and it didn't bother me one bit because I knew they were wrong. Uh, and but the problem people, is, John, when it's so pervasive, you're surrounded by it, and there is. No, I know. Okay. I agree, and it and it makes you. I would walk down the street and people would point at me. My children were harassed by their peer group, and uh, because we pulled, you know, and it just I was this idiot. But uh, the, all those people that I was pointing out, they ended up having to leave and, and and walked out of this town without much respect because of what they were doing. But it's if you don't, it, it, you will be getting a lot of. Uh, of um, negative feedback from people, but I, I, I guess I... Well, and, and, and here it. again, here again, it's what they've been pumped full of or part of their education that has been intentionally left out. They have absolutely no ability to think for themselves anymore, so they must be exactly. told what to think. All right, I God thank you. you thank you for your call, John. Uh, yeah, he had sent me about 10 emails on this guy. Um, I'm going to have to look at him, but, you know, I here we are. And we are viewing the landscape. We're looking what's going on in this country. And it is following a program of divide and conquer. You know, it, Absolutely. And what's sad, and, and even the caller had to say, he took his kids out. Mm-hmm. And there's just far too many people, especially if the mom has to work, how can you take your kids out? You have to reform the schools, and we can't be afraid to be vilified. And it's very tough. It's very hard. I certainly learned that just being on various committees through the years, and you're the one that says something, and it 
it's a little different and people kind of, even though, interestingly, they agree with you, but they're afraid to speak up because it doesn't follow the party line. And then when what you said comes true, suddenly, oh, yeah, I thought that. Oh, yeah. And it, it, it it's interesting because it happens in every profession, every group, and every committee. We just have to get beyond that and say, say what you think is right. And as long as you say it respectfully, you know, not cursing at people or whatever, then you really can't be honestly criticized. Because when somebody goes to repeat back well, what John said at the school board meeting, well, you didn't call somebody a bunch of names. You listed, I think, this, 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 and this are not good for my child and perhaps other people's children. And nobody can really say something bad about you that um, impugns your moral character. And that's what we have to remember, that they might want to call you names and they can call you a racist and all that. But if somebody looks back at what you said, it wasn't any of those things. That That's just bully name calling that they're doing to you. Amazing. It's simply amazing. We haven't talked about the elephant in the room. <laughs> uh, watching the wild market swings worldwide. It's the coronavirus. I had a guy the other day, <laughs> Marilyn, we, we were getting some bottled water and just making polite chit-chat. You know, you got to do that when you're standing two feet from somebody and you're the only two feet people within 100 yards. <laughs> so yeah, you politely strike up a conversation. And I said, so, you concerned about this uh, coronavirus? And he said, no, not really. And he said, you know, it would have been bad for Toyota if they would have called it the uh, Corolla virus, because people actually stopped drinking the beer, Corona beer, <laughs> because of the <laughs> coronavirus. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God. And then to watch all the idiocy coming out of the White House, coming out of the Center for Disease Control, coming from the World Health Organization, you would think that we're in the middle of a pandemic here, that it's going to be worse than the Black Plague. Millions are going to die, doctor. Didn't, didn't, you, hear, didn't you get the message? And tried to put beans in my ears so I couldn't hear that message. When this came out, just because of what I do and I write, that I've been reading everything I could read about the virus. And the one big black hole in our knowledge, of course, is is China telling the truth? So we don't know what to believe coming out of China as far as how many people have it, if people are getting better. Um, Johns Hopkins has a map that the engineering department had developed, and it's a wonderful map, and it lists every single country, and um, then has a graph of uh, China and then the other countries looking at how much this disease is... Um, affecting people and it appears that sure a lot of people have it the question is we really don't know how deadly it is but with all these asymptomatic carriers you have to say well maybe it's not that deadly and um if you're 
one of the people who died, of course, it was deadly for you. But I think part of it is a lot of misinformation, getting people scared. When I heard that thing about the Corona beer, I just had to laugh. And I thought that had to be a joke. (laughs) People really couldn't be that dumb. But maybe they are. Um, Sadly, I don't think we have stepped up to the plate with the testing kits, that that's something that would be so simple to do and rule out if somebody has it. And then the question is, well, and if you do, and if you aren't sick, then what? Will the whole world ultimately have it, just like the whole world well, you, ultimately well, you could cold? Well, you, you could be the next typhoid Mary. You, you don't display any of the symptoms, but you're a carrier. The thing is that I'm even starting to doubt that this is even a virus. I am looking at this, and I'm going, this makes absolutely no sense. I'm reading stuff. FEMA is preparing for Donald Trump to declare uh, coronavirus a national emergency to free up disaster relief funding and federal assistance. To do what? Federal assistance do to do what? To give them a mask and some eyewear and some rubber gloves? And here's your, here's your uh, uh, precaution sheet. Wash your hands before you touch your face. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking at this, and I'm going... Now they're telling us that, well, we're going to make a vaccine for it, but it's going to take between 12 and 18 months. Right. And that's... And uh, who knows? And maybe it maybe it will be shorter. The, my question is, how sick are people really going to be from it? And welcome to the new normal. It's... These viruses are mutating and... How we can't stop that. So, what do we do? What do we decide we're going to do medically that everyone gets vaccinated the instant something comes out mm. and we don't know how much it spreads? But, 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 but wait, 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 a wait, wait a minute, doctor, about the vaccines. They, they first said that, oh, well, we can develop a vaccine for this rather quickly. And then we're told, just like any of the flu vaccines that they have pumped into the people of this country, treating them with injections based on the flu of last year or the year before. Right. And this is always the problem with the flu vaccine is that each year they're uh, what it's considered a good year if they're 45 percent effective, because like you said, they're based on another year. But the viruses are always mutating. So this is this is the problem I have a hard time wrapping my head around is if this is the way it's going to be. We have to have a new way to deal with it. The big thing for me is knowing how China controls so much of the drug market that that's bothersome, that we could have a a break in the supply chain of medications. They control about 90% of the substrates of all the medications that are manufactured. All right, we've got to take this break. Andy in Texas, Lauren in Ohio, and others, callers, we'll get to your calls. My guest today, the good doctor. I appreciate her, and I've had you on before, and I can't remember the last time I had you on. It's been maybe more than a year. I think so. Yeah. All right, 
We'll continue this conversation on the other side of this break. Tired of being lied to by mass media? It's growing more and more apparent today that news is received less and less through standard media outlets. Even with a growing audience every day, RBN is beginning to direct more efforts into social media. Social media and the use of the Internet is fast becoming the primary source of people for news, regardless of demographic. RBN has set out to provide some of the best news on the Internet through republicbroadcasting.org and also has begun to use the tools to our advantage by way of social media. Public Broadcasting is now operating a Facebook page to function as yet another avenue to have our collective voice reach new audiences across not only America, but across the globe as well. The Facebook page features not only news, but also an RBN player to listen to our broadcast. Get involved by visiting Facebook.com slash Republic Broadcasting and liking our page and share it with your friends and family because you can handle the truth. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. We are back with Dr. Singleton. By the way, the answer to that question, when was the last time I had you on? July 24th of last year. Oh, great. Yeah. It was on our Skype. <laughs> Andy in Texas, you're on with a good doctor. Well, hey, thanks, John. I really appreciate the time, and thank you, doctor, for being here. Um, <clears throat> well, you changed my topic, so since we're on this coronavirus thing, 
what I wanted to say was, okay, first and foremost, we all should be from the Missouri state of uh, the show me state. Okay, first, we haven't seen any real proof that there is a coronavirus. There's, uh, we haven't even seen bodies being pulled out of. Well, we got, we got, uh, we got in, nine in Washington in a few square mile area, and nobody has explained exactly why these people have died. Is their immune system compromised? Uh, were they AIDS patients with immune, uh, uh, acquired a, a, a immune deficiency? I almost forgot what AIDS stands for. You know, uh, but they do yeah, have a body yeah. count in one location in Washington State of nine people. Uh, yeah, acquired and immune deficiency syndrome. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, doctor. What did you say? Well, they were in a nursing home and quite elderly, mm. and I think only one person was in their fifties. But they were also Absolutely. at at a nursing facility. So, by definition, you would have to say they probably were not in good health to begin to with. To begin with, yeah. Okay, and I think there was like some 30-year-old person that died too. But having said that, we still need to see more evidence, okay? Um, yeah, uh, these could be just reported deaths of people who just died, and there could be other reasons for it, and they're telling us that it's the coronavirus. And then you go to uh, China and you look at these vacant cities, that they're showing nobody's on the roads and stuff, but then we know that China has built vacant cities. Yeah. And if you look really closely to these vacant cities that they're showing, you see all of these markings on the road and stuff, and there's no tire marks or anything on them. So these, 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 uh, these I mean, this, this to me could be a complete and an entire... Uh, well, Andy, uh, what, what, what I thought of initially on this now... First of all, there's an old saying, follow the money. Now, we know the CDC buys up the vaccinations at whatever the companies want to charge the federal government for doing it. And basically what the CDC has turned into is kind of like a middleman. There's a lot of money at stake in vaccinations. And I know the good doctor has followed all this stuff for all these years, the the autism, the mercury, the adjuvants, and all that other stuff and shooting our kids up with all these vaccinations that they don't need. And then it compromises their bodies while supposedly protecting them against future uh, uh, dangers. I, I mean, I, I, I look at this, and the first thing I thought about was first the money, and then the second thing I thought about was the money. What is the one thing that's happening across the globe right now? The overpriced stock markets are finally starting to see some reality. But it's the coronavirus that's doing this. It's supply chains. It's the panic of the people going in and clearing out store shelves of certain products and medical equipment. And on and on and on this crap goes. It's a reactionary to a problem, Andy, that I don't doubt that there's some sort of coronavirus, but this is sure being ballyhooed like it's the second coming of the Black Plague. And well, you know what's interesting? Go ahead, doctor. No, what's what's interesting here, and and when you bring up the Black Plague, or even go back to the influenza epidemic of 1918, where so many people died, that the state of medicine has improved so much since those true pandemics um, that we don't know ultimately how people will fare medically 
And now they're saying perhaps the death rate is two and a half, maybe 3%. It's still unclear because we don't know how many people are infected. And you come up with a death, you know who died, but you don't know how many people are infected. And that makes the denominator. So let's say there's three times as many people who have it than we think. So it makes the death rate very low. So it's, it's, we're going to have these viruses and we just have to get used to it and know how to protect ourselves. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I got a board. I got a board op talking to me. What? Oh, Andy, uh, so any, just, any, anything else? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm saying that, uh, so we're sitting here looking at all these different Ebolas and stuff that have came up and stuff, but this one's going further than that. I mean, they've readied FEMA on this one. I don't think they readied FEMA on Ebola. I don't think they did it on a Zika. I don't think they did it on any of these things, but they're readying all this stuff and they're getting it set up and stuff. So I don't look at this as as a an infection that's killing people. I look at this as a intrusion. Uh, uh, a, thank you. <laughs> and there you go. Yeah. These people, these people are actually about ready to take some more of our our uh, rights. And, and well, they've already taken most of our rights to begin with, but. Uh, I, I think they're they're getting ready to take something more than that, and they're about ready to uh, put us into uh, uh, quarantine. Stations. Very, Andy, so the break music has been playing. That very well could be the case. FEMA, we're from the government, and we're here to help. Well, when you hear that, duck and run very quickly. We'll be back. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Many people write us about their experience with Extendivite. Allow me to read you some from Amazon.com. This product is superb. I have been taking it for about a year now, and I can feel my cardiovascular system run like a Swiss watch. I definitely recommend this product for anyone that has high cholesterol, high blood pressure, and heart palpitations, A+. It's potent, but it works. I have been waking up for the past three years with numb hands, and a week into using Extendivite, my numb hands seem to have cleared up. My circulation was off, and now it's back on track. So I'm happy. I feel so energized, and I have my husband on it now. My mother-in-law has cholesterol problems, so I bought her a bottle as well. Thank you so much. Love the product. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. 
owner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-the-number-2. Keep it today. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. Well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. Lauren in Ohio, you're on with the good doctor. Good afternoon. How are you guys? Good. Hello? Yes. Good afternoon. Um, so I want to just give you a little of my background, just so you know I'm not a quitter. I did run for state school board in 96 in Ohio, and I went to every meeting for a year of the state school board. When I determined that they were intentionally dumbing down the children, and understood that you'd have to try to get the whole community involved. You know, I was at the PTA meetings. At the, I did all that. And the bottom line is people do what they want to do. The school systems that we have in place in this country are not the systems that God put for education. We're supposed to be... Oh, oh Lauren, Lauren, you just, you, you just said a taboo word to these people. See, what, what, what's really at stake here? is their disbelief in God. They want to throw it out of the schools. They want to ignore it as being the barometer of, let's say, morality. You know, set the standard about lying and thieving and whoring around and doing all those things. So right. what, what, what is the natural thing to do? Okay, you oust that. Except for one thing. Whatever they're doing, when you bring up the common sense approach is, okay, you don't want to take the godly aspect to this one. How about let's just do it from a biological or a scientific stance? Okay. And I've given the example here that you've got two islands separated by, mm, uh, it's beyond paddling distance in your hollowed out canoe, okay? You put the males on one island, you put the females on the other. Now, unless they've contracted to be taken back and forth by way of boat or submarine or ferry, guess what's going to happen within one generation? They're all dead. You can't even approach these people on the basis of biology. They don't want to hear it. You bring up the word God, and you're the devil yourself. This is how convoluted this is anymore. Right, but how do we get this way? 
<laughs> this is four generations of lying to kids yeah. in schools. Yeah. And so we can't expect to try to save a system that is the means of the destruction of this country. You would have never got to this position where people don't even know what the Constitution says or don't even know their own history or don't know that there's only two sexes. There, Hey, there's as many genders. Gender is not sex. Gender is whatever they say. And to Bill Clinton, uh, oral sex wasn't sex. And, and, he didn't, and he didn't lie about it. And it wasn't impeachable. Well, <laughs> <You know? laughs> but, but the thing that I'm saying is de- definitions matter. So if you have, like, for instance, I had CPS at my house telling me that I was neglecting my children's education. Somebody reported me. Mm. So they showed up at my house to tell me, you know, about, you know, you're talking bad about vaccines. You're talking bad about the government. You're neglecting your children's education. And we think the place you're living is too small for all you people. And so I said, well, who gave you that information? Well, I can't say it's confidential. Uh, I said, okay, uh, now you can get off of my property, get off my land. I'm not a ward of the state, nor are my children. I'm not a U.S. citizen. I'm an American national. I have no contract with you. Your rules, codes, regulations, and statutes (laughs) are effective for the people who are. (laughs) Hey, Marilyn, how would you have liked to have been a bureaucrat to show up at this woman's door? (laughs) She's loaded for bear. There you go. You know what I got three weeks later in the mail? What'd you get? We got no problem with you, lady. Of course you don't, because the law is the law. But what I'm saying is the schools themselves are there to teach your children to live the lie. Your kids spend more time, 8 to 10 hours in a school, than they do with mommy and daddy. And 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 Marilyn, Marilyn, hey, Lauren, what, what what did you hear me say about that? That most people view the public schools or their children's education is uh, a break they don't have to worry about because the wife can now go out and work. You know, where it, it was is. where it was before, the family structure was the man was the provider. And it didn't have anything to do with the ability of the woman to do other things. Uh, as a matter of fact, I got so tired of this conversation, I thought, you know, isn't there a way that men can just do away with women and have babies themselves? <laughs> You know, well, but then, but then, you know, then we're right back into the trick bag here that we can have two lesbians and the one wants to get pregnant. Well, how biologically does that happen? It doesn't happen naturally. You've got to take somebody else, probably a perfect stranger, from a sample in some sperm bank. And then this is how convoluted and bent out of shape this all is. But see, I was there when I, you know, I'm 56. When I was in school, it was all about, oh, you don't want to waste your college education. Oh, you're wasting your education if you're homeschooling your children, because that's what I did. I left pharmaceuticals. I raised my children. I went to school. I'm a naturopathic doctor now. And I was a pharmaceutical rep, and I believed all that stuff. (laughs) And then I found out after two vaccine-injured children. And look at all that good money you get. Now, Lauren, look at that good money you gave up. Now, see, that's that's child abuse because you could have had an income bracket that could have been greater and you could have done more for your children if you had only (laughs) kept biting the bullet and eating the stuff and then continuing with something that you knew was a lie and it was not good for you or your children. And this is my point. They're destroying this country because they have control of the children. The hand that rocks the cradle is the hand that rules the world. Here's my solution. I think people should be pulling their children out of school and educating them. Because in this culture, this culture is uh, basically they want to wear the right shoes. They want to, you know, look the right part. They want to, you know, they want to be admired. And when they realize that the best are pulling their children out, the best are moving into this other arena, they will follow, not because they care about their children's education, but because they don't want to be left behind. They don't want to be laughed at. 
And you were absolutely right about them being able to think. They can't think, but that was done to them in the schools. So it does not matter if you put facts in front of some of these these libs, these these these. There is you know, no compare. There is no comparative basis. They cannot think. They they have well, lost. He, they have lost the cognitive thought processes. Well, no, but their goal is to defend their position. It is not to seek truth. The Bible says, "Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free." Their goal is not to seek truth. Well, their goal is to defend. Lord, they they've already got. They've on. already taken care of that problem. They've thrown the opposition out. They've thrown God out. Yeah, but they've shaped their lives in a way. I, I look at people that have spent their whole life working for a company, and you think when you're going to your grave, boy, I wish I spent another day at that company. I abandoned my children. I gave them over to. Satanists to raise them, to teach them perversion, and kids are killing themselves. You have an epidemic of children, of young people killing themselves. They have no future. They have no hope. They have no vision. I, and they're afraid. I have and personal, so how did they Lauren, get that way? I have personal experience with what you just described. Okay. Absolutely. So do I. Yeah. Yeah, we all do. But that's what I'm saying. Let's just say it, what it is. And the bottom line is, these schools need to be shut down. That's half the state budget in Ohio. When you're talking twelve, thirteen thousand dollars a year for a kid, all you need is a Bible, a globe, a Saxon math curriculum. I mean, it is it, 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 in real history. Books. I said, of the Guffey readers would look. When I heard, and I do believe it was Philadelphia. I don't have the story in front of me, so forgive me if I get the city wrong. I do believe it was either Boston or Philadelphia. Uh, my brain is telling me it's Philly. With all the public schools there, the kids couldn't even read. They couldn't pass rudimentary reading class. Well, yeah, that's what happens when you put whole language as opposed to phonics. Yeah. And I, I went to the, I, I went basically all the way around the state of Ohio, going to public schools, private schools, and looking at how they were teaching reading. You had some private schools who were still using phonics. The, the very rare public school that was using phonics, but they switched over to whole language. And I'll just give you a quote from the book. It says, if you don't know what a word is, guess. <laughs> and I, I went in and saw my, my kids, because I had my child in kindergarten in a really rich school district for one year. And I went in there and I said, what in the world? Why would you ever advise these children to, to guess as opposed to sound out the word? So what I'm saying is you're sending your children to stupid people. Remember who teachers are. They're the lowest third of the graduating class of any given and protected by what? Uh, the teachers' unions. <laughs> All right, Lauren, Lauren, I've got to let you go. I've got callers stacked up. Okay, and wait, real quick on the coronavirus, I just want to tell you, if you, if you take a look at what it is, there's a paper, this is for you, doctor, it's called Mycoplasma, the Linking Pathogen in Neurosystemic Diseases. It's by Professor Donald Scott, 11 pages long, and it's all CDC, NIH, the CIA, it's the bioweapon mycoplasma developed, and it's the root of all these chronic degenerative diseases. What they did was take two structural proteins off of mycoplasma, attach it to this coronavirus, so that it can dock with the cells and get in. They call them programmable cells. They run the G5 okay. towers. Depending on the frequency that they run through there, they activate, and they can make these cells do what they want them to do. They change, you know, anyway, so... It's not, it's, it's, they're making Laura, it to look like a pandemic, but it's yeah. really, they're doing it. Do- doctor, so. Dr. Singleton, did any of what she just said, did that register? It, what I understand what she's saying, and it'll be worth reading, and, and I heard this 5G connection and why it was in Wuhan, because that's kind of the origin of 5G. So there's a lot of stuff out there, and again, 
we don't really know the truth and we may never know the truth, but let's hope it will reveal itself. And I think part of all the FEMA trailers and all this other stuff yeah. that is political, that it's not as real as it is political, because now the administration does not want to look like it's doing nothing so it has to do something, something, whether it has any correlation to improving the situation. Well, is, isn't that America today? As long as it's got a good imminent front, it's okay. Don't scratch exactly. beneath the surface. Exactly. It's the way, it, and, and it's perception. Perception, the way it's been crafted and woven for public consumption, that has become their reality. That's right. And every so everyone can run around and scurry around and, oh, yes, we're really working on this. We're working on this. And uh, I, I feel like it, we're the Wizard of Oz and what's really behind the curtain and all these other analogies you can make. And I think this is a real lesson for people to remember that when the chips are down, you have to take care of yourself. See, I see. I can just dismiss that whole thing. You know, it Toto pulled the curtain back to expose the big fraud. But I, I don't pay attention to that because I don't like dogs. <laughs> There's the thinking and the logic of today. Harley in Indiana. Hello, Harley. Yes, John. I, I just want to urge everybody to get a hold of this. Uh, is there a subversive movement in the public school system? document, uh, I call them Teachers of, of the Nation to Power. That's basically what I wanted to say. And, and, and there was one other thing I wanted to say real fast. I don't want to change the subject. But I told you I could uh, send copies of those bills to you, but I've been told not to do it. It's against the law. <laughs> I'm serious. Wait a minute. Who told you that? Well, this gentleman I know, I asked him to help me because I'm not real good with a computer and doing that stuff, and I uh, and I wanted to send him photocopies, and he said, no, you can't do that. That's Trust me, this law. this is a guy that's got to check with his wife. Is it okay for me to get out of bed this morning, honey? Just ignore it and ignore my request. It's okay. Well, there's there's two from 28, one from 53, and then uh, Kennedy's. Yeah, what we're, what we're talking about here is something that happened the other day on a program I was doing, and we were talking yeah. about, we were, doctor, we were talking about United States notes. Mm. And mm -hmm. that was right. what Kennedy did in his administration by way of executive order, and he said, he made the public statement that I am going to give the American people, a break. He introduced competing currency against the Federal Reserve banks. And in my estimation, in my studies, that's why the guy was whacked. And for various other reasons, the CIA mm -hmm. and all that other stuff. But uh, there it is in a nutshell. Harley, I thank you for your call, sir. And by the way, uh, yeah, they can tell you that you can't deface it. And it's truly not your money. It's supposedly a representation of something but if somebody is telling you that you cannot photograph a bill and send it by way of email, this isn't somebody that I would consider a friend because chances are uh, the first time the heat's turned up, you'll be the first that's turned in. <laughs> Ken, Ken in New York. Hello, Ken. Hi, John. Hi, Doctor. 
Um, I have a question for the doctor. Um, occasionally, one can use the threat um, if an educator is trying to influence somebody's uh, medical uh, issues, you could accuse them of uh, practicing medicine without a license. Would this also go to somebody trying to influence the psyche or the psychology of a person, which would be closer to what you were talking about earlier? That's an interesting question. Well, I'll tell you something. You know, you bring that up, and it, this is something that's happening in California, and I don't know about other states, is they're expanding the school nurse system where some schools actually have full medical clinics in the school. And this is supposed to help access to care for underserved children, etc. But what it does is take care of what you just brought up, that these are real healthcare professionals who are right there on campus. And the way the laws are written, that a student can go to the school nurse, it's considered an excused absence by the teacher, so that means the parent doesn't have to be notified. So they are seeing a healthcare professional, yep. not merely a teacher. Yeah. And that's more shenanigans. Ken, I thank you for that call and that question. Let me go to Murr in Wisconsin. You're up. Hello. Marilyn and John. Hi. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, last summer I called about iatrogenic deaths. <laughs> but what I wanted to say about schooling, it's been more than four generations. If you go back to the 1700s, the Prussian school system was being forced down the throats of the Massachusetts parents, and they rioted and were put in jail. But even so, Massachusetts was the first one to get permanent schooling public schooling, so on. From there it spread. And then you go to read about things, and they just change the history if it's not what they want you to hear. I, 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 you know, I, I, I am, I, I, for the first time, I should say plural, times in my life, I'm starting to feel a little bit sorry for the people that we're demanding that they use their brain when they haven't really properly developed their brain. They have been told what to think, not to how to cognitively think. Right. Yeah, well, you know, a, a big a big help would be, like you were saying, John, to ask the Holy Spirit, but to get away from all this Talmudia, all of it, and as far as medicine I, improving... Mur, I, I, Mur, I didn't say that. You, you just said that. I didn't say that. Well, you said they've kicked out God, and we need to bring him back. Okay, okay, but I don't like my words being interpreted and thrown back at me, and it's kind of not the same. It is the same context, but it's really not. But anyhow, well, go what ahead. I'm saying there's no vacuum in nature, so evil rushes in if you push good out. And that's what we have. I wanted to tell Marilyn but, but, about a... But you haven't heard. Murr, you're the deplorable. You're the evil one. And they've got oh, an yeah. entire media to tell you and back that up. Could I give this link to Marilyn? I think she'd enjoy it. Um, his uh, name is, maybe you've heard of him, um, Bishop... Larry Gators, G-A-I-T-E-R-S, and uh, you, if you put that in in YouTube, you'll find it. But the site there is a Global Spiritual Revolution Radio and Media Group, and he just did the fourth segment today about the correlation between Kobe, COVID, and all this horrible pedophile stuff that's really 
there's no morality. It's all about money and getting power. You know, so okay. I mean, that's where we are. Thank, thank you. I'll look that up. All right. Sheldon in Spokane. Is it Spokane or Spokane, Washington? Yes, well, Spokane, whatever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. As long as we're close, I'm not going to look up the meaning of that word. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, oh, you want to know what it means? It means children of the sun. Oh, gosh. Or sun people, yeah. And we have a county up here called Kootenai County in Idaho, and the word Kootenai means uh, water people or people that live near by the water. Wow. Let's hope they, they don't get too close to the sun god up there, otherwise they'll just evaporate into steam. At any rate, right. what, what's on your right. mind, anyway, Sheldon? Real, anyway, real quick about the gentleman that just called up with those federal notes. Uh, you're, you were on par there, but in my document, 14 years, what I found is if you try to make something and duplicate it, it can't be exact. If it's, if it's not exact, it won't hold up in court. Right. So when I duplicate my driver's license, I make it a little larger so it's easier to read, and they can't say that, oh, well, you tried to make an identical one, not if it's half again, it's obvious. So he can go to any copy machine, <laughs> an older one, in one and a half times and then somehow digitize or else just mail that well to like you, you know any expected. anybody look sheldon anybody that it is cognitively on you know thinking halfway if they've got any brain cells synapsing between themselves i mean this is not you know doesn't involve the secret service or counterfeiting here to take no, a I picture don't. of a bill and to transmit that via an electronic device, is not trying to defraud your government of, you know, and not an attempt to counterfeit. I mean, it's, God. God. Yeah, yeah, well, it's it's the same thing. If I took a picture of your signature on a document, I'm not forging you, you know. (laughs) By the way, any any more than you, uh, do you have anything up there? You're in Washington. You got nine dead people up there, and the good doctor told us that the majority of those people were elderly people with obvious health problems to begin with. Any any more information that's come out of there? Um, no young people have perished. Okay. And I can verify this as I just got back from Idaho. All the bulk. 25 pounds, and the bulk uh, little barrels you see in stores, all the rice and beans are gone. They can't unload the pallets quick enough. That's your current update. Wow. Well, it's a good thing that we went through Y2K back in 1999 because I got all the rice and beans I can handle. (laughs) All right, Sheldon, thank you. Thank you for your call. I appreciate it. I've got to close out the show. We're only a few minutes to the end. This has been a very quick two hours, Doctor. Boy, you're telling me, when you call and tell me it's it's two hours, I think, oh, how are we ever going to find something <laughs> yeah. to talk about for two hours? And uh, here it's over. <laughs> here it is. It's over. And I could go for another two with you. But um, we'll stay on top of this thing. If there's anything that uh, you want to relay to the listening audience, something that you've learned on the topics that we've talked today about, uh, especially the coronavirus, uh, please let me know, and uh, we will make sure that the people uh, hear your information. Okay, and and what I can say right now is wash your hands, and <laughs> just if you do that one thing, that will really help protect yourself. And well, don't 
panic. I, I'm so paranoid now. I almost I almost want to wash my hands before I go to the bathroom. At any rate, <laughs> uh, Marilyn, uh, I, I thank you so much. I, 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 it's too bad that we could not be friends personally because every time I have you on the air, it's like I'm talking with an old friend, and I greatly appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me, and I'm sure we'll talk again. All righty, ma'am. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Ah. Wow. There is a bunch of other stuff that needs to be discussed, but we can put that on hold. Uh, the ills of our society, our culture, <laughs> our broken psyches, uh, is not going to go anywhere for another 24 hours. So we will be back with you in 22 hours to keep you updated on all the shenanigans going on around the world. I, it's, folks, it's designed, and, and I will caution you, because I feel it affecting me. The fear porn, and all the instability, and all the uncertainty, this is to work on your psyche. Please draw back and cleave to that of what you understand and you know, and don't panic. Don't panic. This is exactly what they want people to do. I'm so tired of the fear porn. If it's not political, it's social. If it's not social, it's economic. If it's not economic, you get the idea. You get the idea. Well, I guess we're going to have to become what they have been accusing us of all along. That we're, we're a bunch of homophobes. You know, you dare speak out against the issue. Well, see, that's what you are, and you're to be shut down and not listened to because, you know, uh, you're not very tolerant. Well, no, I'm not tolerant of overgrown toenails. I'm not tolerant of boogers hanging out of people's faces that I'm talking to. I will tell them there's a booger hanging out of your face, or I will tell you your fly is down. And I take that same approach with anything else. You know, if you don't want to hear it, get the hell away from me. That's the problem that we're having. More and more people are becoming isolated. And the ones that don't have any more than just a bumper sticker response, these are the ones that will double up their fist and strike you. They're not going to argue with you logically. They have nothing to argue with. But folks, what they have set up is nothing but, it's, it's nothing but garbage. It's nothing but a house of cards. So we're going to have to huff and we're going to have to puff we're going to have to blow their house of cards down. It ain't going to take much, but it's going to take a concerted effort. And once they learned that, wait a minute, this stuff isn't working anymore, we have the first step in their defeat. Truth will win out. It's the one thing that you can try to hide and bury, but it always surfaces. Isn't that amazing? Like a seedling that's germinating, that's reaching for the sun and the warmth. Keep reaching, folks. You're not alone. We'll see you tomorrow. We must take America back. We must take America back. How would you like to earn an extra $10,000 or more a month from the comfort of your home? We show you how to win with a home-based business opportunity. This could be one of the best financial decisions you ever make. Work from home, full-time or part-time. Plus, you'll never have to talk to anyone. 
Our professional sales team closes all your sales for you, and you keep 70% of all the sales made. You could be earning money while you're sleeping, shopping, working out, wherever you are, day or night. Our system goes to work for you. You can make a great income without any special computer skills or sales training. Plus, you get paid fast. Within just 24 to 48 hours after our professional sales team closes a sale for you, let us help you eliminate your financial concerns. You could be earning enough money to pay off debt, buy a house, a car, or whatever the case may be. We've got you covered. If you'd like to add an extra $10,000 or more a month to your portfolio and you would like to know exactly what we're doing and how we're doing it. Go now to www.getstartedwithus.com That's www.getstartedwithus.com Again, that's www.getstartedwithus.com You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth, truth.